So we chose this theme, Indriya, Allies for Liberation. Give a sense that uh, allies are needed. Uh, Something outside our self-structure, and yet something innately supportive. qualities outside our normal self-structure but yet that are available uh, through the limitations of our personality and personal minds and will begin to um, ameliorate some of the problems of the self-structure its loneliness, its stress, its dualism karma it's inherent implicit memories of feeling inadequate or having to do a lot or not being complete or so on and so on and so on which is the basic operation model that we use for our lives is the self structure and we do as best we can it's a management system Yet we also recognize that for all of us who probably do the best we can for quite a while, we're not quite satisfied (laughs) with that. And it's not even complaining about it, it's just not completed. And sometimes really can be quite negative about that even though we try very hard. Mm. Mm. And yet, we also recognize that to come here, to enter this, I think for many of you this is many times, is that a guiding light of there is, there could be, there has been, there will be, you know, there's a growth here, there's a potential here that's not fully unfolded yet. This is sattā, aspiration, one aspires. This is your first ally. We feel doubtful about ourselves, we feel flaws in ourselves, we feel We've made mistakes, we feel all kinds of things about ourselves, we judge ourselves, we sense ourselves. And yet, despite the inadequacy of that structure, something says, there's something here that could be, it's it's speaking to me, I can't quite get it, but it's, it's rising, it's possible, we aspire, we keep plugging on. Maybe it's really important to sort of translate that message from something that would fit in with the self-structure's way of understanding it, which is always forward. In the future, if I do this, I will get to this, which is what we do when we manage things. 
We have a problem, you work on it, we get a result in the future. Yeah, that's one way of looking at it. And I would say that to a certain extent. That's kind of what happens, but the medium is about completing presence. You know, the way, which may of course take time, is about getting more and more here fulfilling and completing presence and of course you know I'm saying that that does take historical time you could say for that to happen there's a consequence of what we do and how we operate but just recognize how much that sense of and the next and next and what next that leaning you're doing walking, for example, on to the next, next sit, next breath, next event, next thing, get over that, the next, you know, what happens next, about to, if only the bell hadn't rung, I was about to, you know, that time sense. And so, Buddha's saying, I teach a deliverance that's not measured in terms of time. Because what occurs is that current, which is called becoming, bhava, that which inclines towards the future, that current could be switched off or gathered back into presence. And there's an unfolding completion hmm? this is big you know it's a, it's a major issue bhava one of the fundamental issues becoming which always postulates past the future and someone moving from past the future even if it's just one moment, one minute to the next and naturally the person wishes to move to a better future totally yeah. and feels that they don't hurry up they might get an unpleasant future or they haven't prepared this as adequately to get to the right place, yeah. Mm. What is that? How does that sense? How does that sense feel? Could there be an aspiration that we might say? Is more love-oriented. That energy, faith, is a kind of love. It's not romantic. It's not erotic. In that sense, it's just a complete energetic embrace in the present. Maybe in that, it could be a release from the doubt 
the agitation, the negativity, the stressing, the feeling of incompleteness would be down. Rather like if you take a, a deflated balloon, it's this kind of crinkled piece of rubbery stuff, you start blowing in it. Can't explain. It's got. It's still got these dents in it and crinkles. You just keep blowing. Gradually, where did all the dents go? Where did the crinkles go? Did you get rid of them? Did you cut them out? Did you understand them? No, you just expanded, and they they dissolved. They were only, in a way, with kind of withdrawal of energy. Energy had not reached those parts. Heart energy had not reached those parts. Spiritual energy had not reached into that, so it remained shrunken, shriveled, not quite fulfilled. Yeah, not very. And then, yeah. And then, so that's kind of like the self structure is an incomplete uh, unfolding of being of citta, of awareness. It's an impaired unfolding. It hasn't completely opened, it's not completely closed. Yeah. Otherwise there'd be no way. At the same time it's not completely opened. And in that in-between state it starts to look at itself. Mm. All right. Yeah. Do you ever get it? Those first moments you come in and maybe you sit down and uh, sit down. Yeah, pretty nice. Just just to sit down. About how many seconds before uh, it started? <laughs> Focus. Get it together. That agitation coming up, bodily pain. Should I resist it? Be with it. Uh, These things start bubbling up, you know, because it hasn't really completely sat, really opened into that. We carry our our dents with us <laughs> and move them around from place to place. Yeah, so. This quality of, of, of faith is there could be, and it's not really about pushing forward to goals, it's about expanding the sense of presence. Okay? These are just words awareness, a heart, a mind, jitta, hope, you know, these kind of expanding it, completing it. And as we even consider that, how do I do it? I can't do this. How do I do it? I get so agitated, I can't do it. I try, I can't quite manage it. How long will it take before I can manage it? And right, no, that's not right either. How can I stop having this mind saying, I've got to try to <laughs> just go round and round? Yeah. So, yeah. 
you know, and all, you know, there's a degree of management is required, but the idea is the management that gets past the manager, <laughs> you know, because you can adopt, as we do, various systems and processes which take us so far, but by and large they always tend to constellate the sense of the meditator who's doing it, yeah. the manager who's managing the mind, just as they were managing their house, their job, whatever, with that implicit memory of it's always a, quite a bit to take on, and this is the big one. There's a certain burdened sense, uh, and this builds up to generating stress as long as it's not released. And we, the voices in that, the emotions within that. And she just backtrack energy. Energy, I guess for most people would mean a certain sense of vigor. Uh, yeah, that's energy, vigor. But really, we can look at energy in a number of ways. Emotional energy, bodily energy, and energy of thinking. But let's just pause before we get back to that. I reckon all our systems run on, on energy, don't they? You know, to think. I mean, we don't, it just draws energy out of us. Our emotions can be extremely exhausting and exciting. They just, energy powers them, right? And in our ordinary life, then a lot of energy is really about doing things. We call it doing energy feel like yang energy, the doing to make something happen. But there's also another kind of energy, which is called being energy. We could call it vitality. Want a better word? It's definitely in the same area, using this fundamental resource. We call it vitality. And if that goes, health goes. Right? Um, physical health, mental health, neurological health that goes so being energy vitality is a matter of life and death <laughs> doing energy is actually not <laughs> a matter of life and death it's a matter of managing things getting things done so being energy is actually the most crucial and how much attention and how much care and how much acknowledgement does one have of vitality. We take it for granted, I guess. Now this actually is the energy that we wish to highlight in terms of this ally, the indriya. Energy is essential, energy is fundamental, energy is necessary, purpose, application, but also to experience the fruition of vitality where one's feels comfortable, settled, and one's not unbalanced. It's not you're swinging backwards and forwards. It's not you're slumping and hyper. It's nice and steady. You know? So in this way, energy is a basis for samadhi, collectedness. And when the mind is steady, then we can begin to see clearly, there's the obstruction, there's the pit, 
there's the there's the fence I get knocking against. There's the self structure, yeah, which hinders, which strains, and now the energy can, you know, unfold that. You know, process that we'll talk about later. But essentially, and it's also a happy unfolding associated with qualities of rapture, uplift and ease and contentment. So that's an energetic process that discards these obstructions. Now, being energy, okay. Now, we've only got one system, so it's operating in two modes. And, you know, the raw fact of it is, the more energy goes into doing, 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 at a certain point, the doing aspect of it is depleted, and it has to subtract from being energy. It's like, that's your bank account. You just spent all your wages, you've got to take an overdraft, right? The overdraft is your being. So, yeah, so gradually, your basic core vitality gets eaten into by the amount of stuff you're doing. <laughs> so you end up subtracting from your fundamental quality of vitality, where it can be composure, and a necessary process, not just of feeling good, but of real health, which is, means if the system being energy is tuned in, it's not just about sitting there feeling cool, it's actually redressing, you know, it's redressing the imbalances that may have been necessary when we did things. It's about discharging derelict stuff, finished, done, gone with, cleaned out. It's about rebuilding. It's about health. So this is not a small matter. It's maintaining the core system. And you can look at that physically, neurologically, but also I'm suggesting and I, I, this is the way it seems to me, it's about maintaining your, your, your mind, uh, whatever that is. And we can see that if we do get overextended, our mind gets more brittle, we get snappy, we've got no resource, we feel overwhelmed, we feel flooded, right? And we, in, a, in a, this social mainstream, where there's a huge amount of doing, even to do something, you've got to fill in a 50 forms and get on the internet and da, 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 just to post a letter. And all that draws on your vitality. Yeah. And so with that happening, what do we do? Well, the average person says, okay, well, phew, have a sleep. Doesn't do it. You sleep crumpled, you wake up crumpled, the energy body has not actually been refreshed. It's just been dumped in a way, you know, because to refresh you've got to open everything up to let the energy permeate, and you don't do that sleeping. Okay, next thing is we'll stimulate, you know, put a bit of caffeine or something in to get the system going, or willpower, just push your foot to the boards to get the thing driven, and so that these actually then draw even more vitality out. And the result is that the energy system wears down. And this is neurological effects. It actually is seen as damaging the fine edges of the nervous system. Certain aspects of the nervous system begin to 
impair and people lose sensitivity. Certain chemicals, neurochemicals, are depleted. The system does not regenerate. We get physical disorder, neurological disorder, psychological disorder, mental breakdown, mental stress, mental health levels sink, which is what we can see, broadly speaking, in the world. In our world, we're not managing our systems very well, depression, anxiety, addictions, compulsive disorders, and so forth, abound. Yeah. And, you know, not managing what should be managed. Now why this indriya? Now doing energy can be operated through the sense of self. I do as best I can. Being energy isn't quite like that because being energy is not a subject to the self-structure. The self-structure arises within the being energy. You know, the, the energy is actually shaped by certain drives to make, to have, to do, to security, to arrive somewhere that takes the basic vitality and shapes it into doing, becoming. So that form, called me, with its perspectives and its basis is secondary to something more primary being they can't get back <laughs> it's secondary it's arisen out it's been shaped out of out of being into a doing construction whose job is to manage how do you manage the manager? <laughs> you need an ally. <laughs> so, faith is an ally. It says it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what you are. It doesn't matter. You're not aiming to become anything. You're just rising into presence. May I witness, may I rise into presence. This is very helpful because it's always that which it works with the others, but the quality of faith is a sense of innate confidence. And the confidence isn't based upon what you do. It's based upon what you are. It's a security, innate security. And for many of us, that can be like something we touch into now and then, just uh, other people can kindle it in us. And of course, we lose it. So we're trying to enhance that. How do we enhance it? By really emphasizing the given of being here. Right? And how is this expressed? Well, using this body as a meditation organ. <laughs> Whole body is a meditation organ, right? Or as a, a, a meditation template. Because the body 
definitely is here. I mean, there are other kinds of things you could say about it, but it's the one, it's the experience of location, isn't it? The mind has no specific location, it's just anywhere. Body is definitely here. Right? When you stand, sit, walk, or recline, there's that sense of, mm, it's here. You can't create that, you don't have to create it, it's a given. When you sit on the ground, you don't have to be good to sit on the ground, or special to sit on the ground, or happy. You can be as miserable as hell. <laughs> and the ground doesn't care. It's just, fine, I'll carry you. <laughs> Do you ever, you ever really check that out? Uh, allow it. And how do, you, how do you sense that? Well, you can feel the connection to the ground. Obviously, it's physical sensation. It's, it's so easy. Physical sensations. Somehow, they're just sensations after all. But it's not like being in, in space. They bring up the sign. Those particular set of sensations, the body experiences that as a sign here, grounded secure. And you linger in it. If you linger in it long, long, something in your heart and mind picks up that sign. I'm here. Before I even know who I am, I'm here. It's also this, this one word. It's not him here because he didn't know, no, it's just here. Pick up the sign, it's a gift. You get that, you begin to check space, another given. This is an experience of body, the body is within. That experience of body that we call body is experienced within something that's not a body. Space. And if you pick up that sign, the sign of no pressure, no push, no future, no have to, no, shouldn't. The absence of pressure, obligation, weight. Open the body to it. Open the chest, open the throat, open the skin. A sign of space. Bathe in it. Pick up the sign. With due persistence, Heart-mind picks up that sign. At least to the point where we begin to acknowledge the fluttering of what well, I should, what well, I'm not, or maybe I ought to. How long is this going for? What's the next step? Is this mindfulness? Am I meditating? I just wait when it starts to pick up all that turmoil. Because it is. You're meeting this drive of the power 
linger in the space, the given. The more you linger in it, you'll begin to recognize where your awareness lingers. That's where your vitality energy gathers by itself. Where your awareness lingers, where your awareness goes, that's where your vitality goes by itself. If you bring awareness onto something and linger, energy build vitality builds up. And it can build up to the degree in which the contrary energy of becoming subsides. The contrary energy of obligation subsides. The completion. This is testing. I like to account a little narrative of a time I spent in South Africa where some really lovely supporters said, We want to give you a break, Ajahn, because you're such a work so I'm very polite, I'm a workaholic, frankly. <laughs> so give you a break. Okay. Break. How long for okay. Just, just uh take me to this very nice uh place by the sea in South Africa. They rent a small chalet. And it just it's up to you what you do. And I think, well I should give them a talk. We don't want to hear a talk. We don't want to take it anyway. Just we'll just give you some food every day, and then just do whatever you like. Sounds a bit, sounds a bit suspicious to me. (laughs) (laughs) I should be doing something important. Just whatever. If you want to do something important, do. But whatever you want, Uh, nobody to teach, nothing to read, nothing to do, no agenda. Walking down the beach, and there's this sand. You walk on sand dunes. You know how they, the sand kind of slows you down. Your feet sink into it, and you just can't get your stride. Like you're on the street, it's just everything is slowing you down. It and it, no straight lines, so you've got to kind of amble. You know, I said, walk to that point. <laughs> Today I'll meet. I'll get to that cliff. You keep setting up aims, you know. And eventually there was a like a lagoon where this um, stream came into the sea as a lagoon. And they said, look, we found this kind of styrofoam board. You can float on this, on this board on a lagoon. Nobody's around. It's completely empty, completely open. Nobody's here. Here's, you just go off. I've got this kind of styrofoam Put it in this ocean, lying down on my back on it. What time is it? <laughs> How long have I been here? I should be doing something. They're worrying about me. Perhaps I should get back. I've been out here too long. Oh, for goodness sake, you know. <laughs> something, I've got something important. Waste my time. Goodness, this is important. Get over it, for God's sake, you know. Get over that edge of the self-structure. That's important. Uh, you know, you, you come up against it. Energy comes up against it, the shell, 
And when it starts to agitate, and then it bounces back into, you're not enough, you should be, you could be, and then comparing, but she is, he is, and he, she always is. Yeah. And it says in the book this, so it proves you're not. Yeah. And this whole thing starts ricocheting around. <laughs> then you just go back to, what's happening? No matter what the thoughts, what's happening in terms of your energy? Can you settle it? Can it be settled just by acknowledging even these strange, embarrassing thought forms and emotions? It's just okay. That's what you want to do. That's fine. <laughs> How is the energy now? Now, when you use the body as a meditation system, say, so, well, you can feel. Actually, I get this kind of energy comes up into my head. Head feels very strong now. Feet gone, disappeared. Back, nothing. Wrists, nothing. Uh, what about without changing your thought at all, or messing with it, or denying it, or compensating? Or you just keep the thought there. Let it be there and just start to extend your attention from the area that seems more luminous when you're thinking. Could be your forehead, could be your eyes, could be emotions, could be the center of the chest, who knows. Let's extend from that area like you're sending tendrils of awareness down your neck, down your back, the ground down your throat and down your arms into the palms of your hands into the space in the palms of the hands and letting breathing move through that form without changing your thought or your emotion or yourself at all let the energy do be your ally. Move you through. This is using the body as a meditation, as a meditator. Mindfulness immersed in the body. This is how it goes. Energy can do that. It lays the ground. We say there's not one part of one's entire body, it's not saturated, it's suffused with the ease of disengagement from the self structure. not one part of one's entire body so you're going to feel the entire body not energy not the anatomy which you only remember and see but the one you feel your vitality uh, how stiff and numb it gets in places. Mm. Say, 
same phrase, suffusing with loving kindness. What's suffusing? What's pervading? It's a different kind of movement of energy than directing. It's an expansion into presence, right? like a sponge, saturating. And that's the images that are used. This is not me pushing things around. Then if there is that sense of completion, and it's a happy completion, you know, unfolding a, a happy bright completion then said you're now really fit to do some work your work will be to discern bear with investigate question in this contemplative way some of the attitudes, memories, comparisons, notions that we hold. What's that one about? Because now you have a healthy body that is not dependent upon success, measurement, gaining, becoming something. It's satisfied in itself. when we look towards uprooting those qualities that can drain us, send us down the wrong alley. This way, energy is an indria, an ally, to make much of and to recognize it's a given, and yet we are chronically capable of abusing it. Without even really not knowing it. Chronically not understanding how to cherish and enrich it. By using this body in itself to connect you might say just almost the one word, connect, connect. If you connect, the channels will line up, they will flow. If you connect, yeah, your head to your shoulders, throat, run your awareness down, and awareness can do the connecting. Connect your where the heavy muscle blocks occur, jaw, eyes, you know, forehead, releasing around the eye sockets where the contractions occur, releasing around the jaw where the contractions occur, releasing around the neck and shoulders where the hunching, tightening up occurs. And awareness can encourage those channels, those connections to once again open so we're no longer 
a heap of broken pieces, fragments, that are trying to get themselves together. You find if your body comes in entirety, the body doesn't know about the future. It doesn't do future. It doesn't do that. And you can settle into presence. The big fragmentation is then dissolved. The fragmentation of what I am or what I could be, that's dissolved. And so we start to work on the fracturing of awareness into future, past, self, other. And you recognize any of those positions, you linger in them, you're going to suffer. Future, past, self, other. There's going to be some comparison, some not good as, some better than, some he should, some they do, some I was, some I will, and you will suffer. What are we really looking at? As you come out of fracturing, fear, anxiety, regret, okay, sadness of heart, okay, warming, blessing. Just notice the signs, how we compare ourselves. Reflex is so impressive, I'm not. Reflex, what's that got to do with anything useful? (laughs) It's a reflex, the intimidation reflex. The obligation reflex, I've got to rescue everybody, reflex. You know, like, (laughs) you know, because we have to really awareness and energy to experience some of these poignant reflexes that come with conditioned birth. Not anybody's fault, just conditioned by birth itself. That pang can be understood. We can breathe through it. And there can be a completion. Is our faith should be aligned to that, the ending of suffering. Our energy should be cultivated in alignment with that, the end of suffering. This will be a support for our mindfulness to know, to notice when we're losing it, what we need to refer to, not to myself, but to presence, to stress, to ease, agitation and to to health and steadiness until you have a reasonable foundation in core presence and vitality your mindfulness will not be properly resourced you won't have something stable to use as a reference point you'll try you'll keep trying to have it but it that's not good enough. You want a reference point that stands for itself. 
mindfulness of this very body, in this very body, there is this. As it is said, in this very body, with its perceptions and feelings and consciousness, is the arising of the world and the passing of the world. In this very body, you touch the deathless. You do not touch the deathless without mindfulness of body. The deathless is lost in those whose mindfulness is not immersed, based, founded in the body. Therefore, this should be encouraged. So I offer this for your consideration this morning.